Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk about getting pigeonholed by HR or recruiters or or end recruiters. Now, there is nothing worse because you have gained all these skills and experience and you have probably worked your butts off, made some incredible uh, headway and, and have some really good achievements under your belt. And then you think like, okay, it's time to move on. And you contact recruiters, you contact HR, and they're trying to just put you back in the same old industry or company or like job that you know backwards you can do, but you don't really want to do that anymore. You want to have something new. And the reason this is so important is um, yesterday, a new client signed up for my career success program. And so what we have uh, when we start is like a a game plan session is where we uh, identify what your big picture goal is. So we mapped out exactly the steps and strategies that we would apply. And I wanted to share that with you because there are so many things that you need to know uh, because otherwise you're going to keep on bashing your head against the brick wall. So she was over 10 years within uh, banking and finance. And so when she was talking to recruiters, they always wanted to uh, propose to her banking and finance roles. And like I said, even though she can do that, that's not where she wants to be. That's not what she wants to do. And so she wants to move her career, spread her wings and expand her knowledge and her capability whilst still making the impact because You don't want to change jobs and sacrifice on your salary or sacrifice on on the responsibilities you have just because you think like, okay, maybe when I get a foot in the door into a new industry, I can prove myself and so on. But think about this for a second. If you change industries and if you make that sacrifice, maybe 10 or 15K, It will take you a long time to get back on there. And most of the time, people make sacrifices that are more than 10 or 15K. They go down 20 or 30K. So, and to catch up again to that salary, you you need to work hard for that. And that's not a problem for most people. But you also need to have an organization that has the resources, a boss that recognizes that you you, um, deserve a pay increase. So there's all these different nuances that people don't realize when they actually make that sacrifice. Okay, back to the pigeonholing. Um, so you, when you um, when you're in a situation that you're looking for a new job and you know that okay, when I talk to recruiters or HR, they're pigeonholing me. So the the first thing to do is to set your goal and to understand okay. 
if I want to move industries, I have to recognize who the best person is to help me get to that next level or help me get um, get a job outside that industry. And so it, there are five scenarios or five situations you can be in. Uh, but And I'm not going to go through all five of them, but if you are looking a little bit outside the scope of what you have been doing for the last 15 or 20 years, then recruiters and HR are not going to be the best person or the best people to, to help you. So you have to understand a recruiter is paid by the company. And so they are looking for a, a close match to what the company is paying them for to, to recruit. So if you are not 100% fitting what they're looking for, then the company is not going to pay 18, 20, 25% of your annual salary to that recruiter. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So, first of all, you need to understand that recruiters and HR are not the person, the people to rely on uh, when you actually want to move industries. So, and that brings me to another point. Okay, what do you have to do then? And the, the key secret here, what you need to do is diversify your job search. So what most people do is is working in a very traditional way. It's like they see a job advertised on any of the job boards and they apply the button uh, on the job boards, pray to the guards that they have that, that they will get an interview. But unfortunately that doesn't work anymore. And the reason that doesn't work anymore is because times have changed and the technology has made it so much easier for people to apply from anywhere in the world and for any type of role. So the volume that HR and recruiters and hiring managers, uh, the volume of resumes that they get is enormous, has increased to, to what it used to be. When I first started my, my, my first recruitment role, I printed off, I had got uh, resume faxed <laughs> to me or I got uh, resumes mailed to me, but that is over now. Now you have like everything is scanned. Everything is like uh, read online. And so basically you need to step away from that traditional job search and, um, and, and just applying online uh, on a job board into really more of um, a way to diversify your job search strategy and to really build upon the job search strategy. And you have to think about how can I tap into the hidden job market? How can I increase my visibility and my network? How can I get a foot in the door with a hiring manager and then actually consider talking to uh, HR? What are the strategies that I can put in place? Now, here's a pitfall. Before you do any of that, because that's a real worry and a big warning if you just like dive in head first and say, okay, Caroline said like I have to network, I have to talk to hiring managers before uh, I go to HR. Before you do any of that, you have to make sure that your profile and the way you position yourself is going to add value to a company. Now, I will give you an example. I had um, one of my clients who just got a job. Yay! Um, he, um, he saw a job advertised, called the hiring manager and did this spiel. And the hiring manager was very short. He said, like, I already received five calls like this uh, uh, to, 
to get more information about the, the role. So the way you spin it is having that different approach. And there are strategies that I work uh, with my clients, work on with my clients through the Career Success Program on how to actually just get that credibility from the start in the first couple of seconds when you talk to a hiring manager, when you pitch to the hiring manager, when you how you can actually make sure you have that conversation with them before you even talk about um, um, uh, yourself and what 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 you have done and your experience and uh, because at this stage to be honest it's not about you it's about them and them having a problem so you have to really diversify your your um, your job search so first thing is to get your goal and second thing is to actually diversify your job search then the third aspect is making sure that your resume and your linkedin profile are selling you now a lot of people have, again, the traditional resume, which is listing exactly what they have done at the companies that they have worked, making a list of all the responsibilities that they've had and the smart ones. They have Googled how to put a resume together and they actually understood that, okay, let's add a piece of uh, that, that describes my achievements in the role. And so off they go and send it. And then they're surprised that it's not working because basically your resume is like um, all over the place. So imagine if you have a book and you try to read a book and the, the start of the book, it says this, then the middle, it says it's something else. And then the end says something else. So there's no really a theme or a consistency in the book. Like you're not going to really rate the value of that book. So that's the same with your resume. So even though you might have like done different things and different and have different skills and experience and, and different achievements, you need to recognize what the theme is, what basically is the consistency in all the projects that you have done. Because, and that you have to really translate in your unique value proposition because that is the foundation of everything your resume your linkedin profile uh, in an interview when people ask you like oh tell me about yourself you give again you state your value proposition and so if you don't know that you can't blame others for not knowing that either because it all starts with you. You have to create that clarity. And I just had a conversation with somebody else and I was looking at, um, uh, at, uh, at her resume and it was like all over the place. It was very generic and it was describing what she had done, but it wasn't really bringing it all together. And then people are surprised that they get pigeonholed or that recruiters or HR don't get them and get what they can bring to the table. Because first of all, you need to get it and you need to be able to translate that and articulate that and communicate that into your resume because they don't know you. They don't know what you have done and the work ethic that you have. They don't know anything about you. So the only thing that they see is your resume or LinkedIn profile. And that is the first impression. And we all know how important it is to give the perfect first impression. So 
That's the third thing. So first thing to recap, first thing is getting clear on your goal and understanding who's going to help you and being able to identify what it is that you're going to focus on. Then secondly, diversifying your job search, looking at other ways on how to tap into the hidden job market, how to increase your visibility and so on. And then the third thing is to actually make sure that you have self-marketing material, which includes your resume and uh, your LinkedIn profile that really sells you. That's not just a bunch of words on paper. That's not just underselling you. That's really making a difference in who you are and the positions you attract. So that's kind of the three-part strategy. And I hope that made sense. Now, I put a training together uh, for those of you um, interested in it, the five deadly resume mistakes and the three powerful secrets to getting more interview interviews. Now, to be honest, I'm very excited about this training. Uh, it's only 14 minutes because people don't have a lot of time. So I jam packed all the value inside 14 minutes. I will pop a link below this live stream so you can go and check it out. It's well worth your time. There's nothing for sale and it is pure value. So you can absorb the concepts that I just um, talked about right now in a more structured format. And you can actually go from there and really get more interviews because that is basically um, the ultimate what, what you want to land your next uh, leadership role. Now, if you like this video, give me a thumbs up. It's always good to have engagement and to know people, uh, to know that people liked this video. What I also want you to do next, if we are not connected on LinkedIn, reach out, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm a big believer in expanding your network and my network with professionals and helping each other um, increase your visibility and increase your credibility. So uh, thank you so much. And I hope to see you in the next live. Thank you. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.